Hey guys, welcome to Behind the Veil podcast. This is Sayla, and I have here with me my mom, Kelly. Hello, guys. And so basically, um, we wanted to start this podcast because whenever we go to Stone Mountain, um, we always um, talk about uh, what God's doing in the world, what he's doing in our hearts, and we basically wanted to share um, what God has been speaking to us and pressing on our hearts, and we don't want to keep it silent anymore. So for the first uh, podcast episode, we wanted to talk about um, basically how people have been falling into um, the first thing that seems right, uh, being very eager. Um, deception. And it's deception, yeah. And um, basically um, being reliant and eager, the first thing they hear or see or read and thinking it's godly or biblical. And basically, uh, we wanted to talk about being aware, being discerning, um, and always um, putting Jesus at the center of it all. Um, we wanted you guys to get out of this podcast, um, basically to come out of this more aware, um, more in, more aligned with God. We want you guys to come out of this um really remembering to put Jesus at the center of it all as Lord and Savior and not to allow things that seem innocent to come into your lives and lead you down a path that is really a path of falling away. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is how uh, God, he usually gives me visions and dreams and things like that. And so um, I'm going to try and spread them out so it's not too much, but um Basically, I had a vision that God gave me of um, all this candy and sugar and all that. And at first I was like, hmm, maybe I'm just hungry, you know. (laughs) And um, I was praying about it and God was like, no, no, there's something more to this. And so I was asking God, what do you mean um, by all this? And um, I heard God say to me, "Um, my people are on drugs It looks good, it looks sweet, it looks tasty, like candy, and it draws you in, and people have blindly accepted the pills of the enemy. They don't even ask where it came from. It has made them numb. They're living in this hallucinated made reality, and this drug is pride and pleasure, um, putting their self at the center instead of God and Jesus Christ. And basically how these candy shops... um, are being set up in the church and people are buying and selling their lives to get it. They have valued its teachings too much, putting it behind a glass case, um, but it's rotting their teeth and giving them cavities, which turn into these fangs. And this has, I feel like God is saying that this has everything to do with new age and people are following what their itching ears want to hear and what they have desired in their heart, but it's just waiting to attack them. Yeah, when you shared that vision with me, um, that's what I kind of thought of as well. Um, And, you know, with candy, it it tastes good, it looks good, but there's no substance to it. Um, There's nothing that's going to give you what you need to survive. And so even a lot of Christians um, are falling down this path, especially with young people, Um, you know, they're on their, on these quests for truth and you hear a lot of young people wanting freedom from religion and, and rules. So they're, they're grabbing for things that sound good, 
but at the end of the day, it's just, it's candy. It's, it's nothing that's going to satisfy them, uh, in the, you know, grand scheme of things. So the thing is, though, it's very deceptive. Um, it sounds good. It even sounds godly. Um, a lot of the lingo is similar, like spirit or light, energy, um, positivity, a lot of that, um, becoming better and, you know, just all those love, happiness, you know, those are good words that have been uh, changed by the world and then the church grabs them back and they're deceived. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about is just that deception and how to avoid it. And, uh, you know, because I don't want to be deceived, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, I know, like, a lot of people talk about freedom and um, with, like, n- new spiritualism, uh, yeah. people put themselves as Lord and they believe that they are God and everyone else is God and they have no, no, um, like, they don't have to um, mess with each other because they get to create their own reality. Yeah. And so the devil, he wants you to think you are in freedom when in reality you are imprisoned in chains. And, um, but God, he wants us to live in awareness and true freedom and there is true freedom found in Christ. He is the way, the truth, the only truth, and the life. Yeah, but see, what's deceiving about that is you may encounter people that they'll say they believe in God or Jesus, so you just think, oh, they're like me, but here's the thing. You can't be spiritual without being truly biblical, so if you're, if that person isn't the Bible isn't their biblical foundation and they're following it and they're just using the, the spiritual lingo. They don't truly believe that Jesus died on the cross, that he is God. Um, then, then they're deceived, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are searching for, for their, for truth. And so what they're finding is they're, they're getting their own truth, but not the truth, not the true truth, which is, which is Jesus, which Jesus is truth. His, the word of God is truth. And if you're not reading your word, then you are, you are in great, um, you're in great need because you're set up to be deceived. Yeah. And like, like God's been showing me a lot of, like for months, he's been showing me visions of eyes Mm -hmm. and, um, like bottles of poison. And he basically, I feel like People are just too, like, just accepting, blindly accepting this bottle of poison that the enemy gives them because it lures them in and it looks good. It looks biblical. Like, oh, they say the word Jesus, so they say the word God, so they, they, it must be okay. But really, like, we're eating and drinking poison and we've grown fangs from it, which, from these false sweet things, and we're being fed lies and what comes out is foul and we and people are spitting and breathing the enemy and Mm -hmm. just and they're just like him and it's really sad to see how like especially young people Mm -hmm. um because just how easily they fall into it but like yeah like it's just sad well uh why don't you give an example um you know we've encountered a few people um young people and there was a particular young man which sounded it sounded like he could be a Christian, but you don't really know unless you probe. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. So um, a few weeks ago, we were at the T-Mobile store um, trading out our phones. 
um, because they were old and cracked and not working. (laughs) And um, we, one of the guys who was working there, who was helping us, um, I started talking to him and asking him just like these deep questions, um, like what do you believe about God? Um, What like what do you think? And he was like, Oh yeah, like. Uh, I got prophetically spoken over and um, at this church and um, it, and all of it happened and stuff and um, he was basically he was saying like the word God 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 and church. and church and all that and so I was like oh so he must be a Christian you know yeah. but the more we talked to him uh, I realized that he believes in new spirituality and so I realized that if you don't ask those questions, who do you think Jesus is to you personally, then, you know, you're just kind of going off of the surface. And a lot of people say the word Jesus, but you have to ask them and ask yourself, who do you personally believe Jesus is? Do you believe he's a prophet? Do you believe he was just uh, a person who never actually existed, who um, is an energy or a force? And that's what that guy believed. He believed, um, that God is all within us and we just have to channel our inner God likeness and stuff. And we, we got a chance to pray over him and planted some seeds, but it was, it was interesting to talk to someone who believed in that. But at the same time, it was very sad. Just, it it was just really like discouraging seeing that that's what they thought of. They Mm -hmm. didn't see God as this person, this actual person with feelings who loved them and died for them. Mm -hmm. But just this energy who held everything together and it was it was just kind of sad to see yeah it was sad um and he even said like you know if if there's a god or energy it could be a he or a she (laughs) and i was like "Mm, (laughs) okay we're on the we're on different pages here (laughs) um well you know in the bible it says you know do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they're from god for many false prophets have gone out into the world and the way that you know if they're a, the right the right spirit of God is if they confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh and that he's God. Um, and if they don't and they can't do that, then that is the spirit of the Antichrist. Yeah. And so, uh, which we all know is coming and um, is in, a lot Bible says it's already in the world already. And, you know, that's the spirit of Antichrist that says, um, you know, that Jesus you know, Jesus is, you know, you believe that. They they also think that, you know, you can believe in Jesus. They have no problem with you believing in Jesus. They they think that, you know, we're all on our own journeys and it's all going to lead to the same place. But that is a, mm-hmm. a lie because the Bible says there, that Jesus is the only way to the Father. He is the only way. You can't do it by good works. You can't do it by, you know, energy or, or whatever. Like there's only one way um to God and that's through Jesus Christ. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that verse to test the spirits mm-hmm. because I find it interesting that it says spirits. Yeah. Because anything that is any religion or doctrine or theology that is not focused as Jesus as centered as Lord and Savior who came and died for us so that we could be saved is that it's demonic and it just putting it at the end of the day it is demonic and it's it's very sobering because it makes you realize how just how all these theologies and um different beliefs are at its core 
not godly. Like, even things like, say, um, uh, Hinduism, like, believing in Buddha and stuff like that, that's not godly because Jesus isn't Lord and Savior in it. And it's, it's very interesting to see, but how they're, all of these things are not the spirit of God. They are the spirit, they're demonic spirits, and they're, everything that is just not centered as Jesus is Lord and Savior is demonic. I mean, that's just all I gotta say. <laughs> and, and, and see, what's, what's, here's the deception part of that is, you know, we look at devil worshipers like, okay, that's bad, darkness, stay over there. But the Bible says that Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. Yeah. And so um, we, it may look good or sound good. Um, and these demonic spirits, they masquerade of angels of light. So how do you, you know, will you test the spirits? You know, what you, you say, what do you believe uh, about Jesus? Who is Jesus? Is Jesus God? And if they can't say that, Sailor's right. They're they're truly demonic, and the thing is, is especially with the new spirituality and um, new age, is it's it it comes as an angel of light because it says good things like let's have peace and let's all get along and we're all one together. And like, it's okay to have peace and unity, but if it's not under Christ, then yeah. it is. It's all for naught. It's in vain and it's demonic. Well, the the Bible actually says that on earth we're not going to have peace jesus is peace so the only way we can truly have peace is having jesus uh in our in our heart then we can have peace in the midst of all the junk that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. um we can have peace but as long as we're on this earth this is only going to get worse you know if you read revelation you know this the earth and everything in it is not getting better. So it's um, the the people on earth are seeking peace. You know, oh, we don't we don't want this violence. We don't want, you know, we need a leader. Which these are those are dangerous things to to think if you dwell on it and make it kind of an idol because the antichrist is coming and the way he's going to come is people wanting for someone to help them, to bring them peace, to be a a type of savior. And so he is going to come, and the Bible says there will be peace, but then the end will come. And so we have to be really careful. And also, like, going off of um, just saying that anything that is, is, like, if people can't confess Jesus as Lord and Savior, it's demonic. In 1 Timothy 4, 1, it says... The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. I mean, that's just to pretty much put the cherry on top of it. And and the thing about that is, is that I read that verse and I'm like, how is that possible? Like, if you're rooted and grounded in Christ, how can you abandon the faith? And so the way I've been thinking about it is, is the way to to deception is mixing a little truth with the lie. So there's some truth in there, but at the end of it, it's a big lie. And so Mm. people are seeing this new spirituality and new age and all these different things. um, And there's a little bit of truth in it, um, but most of it is a lie. And so that's where the deception is. And that's why we have to know the word of God. We have to know what it says so that we can go, hmm, that looks good. But that is, that is not right. Yeah. That is not truth, you know. Um, and the Bible even says many false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders so as to lead astray even the elect. So to me, that's a little scary because 
you know, as a spirit-filled believer, if I see a miracle, I'm like, oh, that's got to be Jesus because Jesus is powerful. Well, apparently these evil spirits can perform these things too, you know, and so I yeah. know someone that has recently gotten to like, um, you know, mysticism and new spirituality and they're seeing signs and wonders in their life, like all these revelations they're getting mm-hmm. and confirmations and stuff that is the devil tricking them to lead them astray to be like look at these things that i that are happening it must be the universe speaking to you this is this is real this is real but what that is is it is um satan in yeah. disguise not everything is from god yeah satan does satan speaks too he spoke to adam and eve right <laughs> and in second timothy 4 2 through 5 it says preach the word be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Mm. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardships, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that they said that they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears mm-hmm. want to hear. Yeah. And so, like, everyone, like, people are looking for teachers to teach them. Mm-hmm. But we forget that we don't need a teacher. We need a savior because mm-hmm. all have fallen short of the glory of God. Jesus did teach, but he came to be a savior. Mm-hmm. He died for our sins. And people are like, oh, no, no, no. People are all good. People are like, we're all good. And like, uh, we all deserve this. And it's no. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so we're going to do this together. Have you ever told a lie before? Yes. I have too. <laughs> have you ever stolen anything, even if it was the smallest thing like a pencil? Yes. Yep. Lots of pens. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever uh, blasphemed God, like said his name in vain or something like that? Um, I wouldn't say I have, but I have watched it on TV and not like turned it off, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I have when I was younger. Like, I didn't really care, like, when I was angry. And, okay, and, like, have you ever looked at someone with lust? Um, probably, yeah. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I mean, I have. (laughs) I have, too. But, like, in God's book, like, those are only four of the Ten Commandments. And even breaking one is a sin. It's terrible. Because you're violating God's law. And... Jesus even said that just looking at someone with lust is like you have committed adultery with them in your heart. And so just based on those four things that we have broken, which is only four, we are all guilty of going to hell. And Jesus, he came into the courtroom and said, no, they... I I take the punishment for them and so that they can walk out innocent. And that's the beauty of Jesus as Lord and Savior. It's not enough to just say, oh, I'm sorry, and then use God's grace as a license to sin. Yeah. You have to actually turn to Jesus and, because he is our Savior who came to make us clean from sin so that we could live righteously and holy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. compare their sins by man's standards. So, you know, if you ask... Most people, um, you know, 
they would say, I'm a good person, yeah. you know, I'm not that bad, because they're comparing their sins to other people that they know, and, you know, okay, I see a murderer over there, I'm good compared to them, yeah. you know, and then they justify their sin, oh, well, it was, you know, just a little sin, or even, you know, what I said, well, I was watching it on TV, you know, we try to justify it, and, um, but we need to compare it to God's law, and God's law um, says that the punishment for sin is death, and even if we didn't, you know, commit any of these sins, which would be impossible, um, just because of what had happened with Adam and Eve, we're just we're we're born into sin, yeah. And so we need we do need a savior to save us, and that's what um, is the problem with the kind of the new age philosophy and new spiritualism is that they don't think they're bad; they think they're good, and that they can achieve some higher power by doing good things. But mm-hmm. the thing is, there's nothing they can ever do to do that. They need a savior, and I mean, this is a free gift if they just humble themselves and admit that they're a sinner yeah. um, and then decide to turn from those sins and let Jesus, you know, follow him, you know, it'll be a different situation, but it's pride, you know, pride mm-hmm. just standing in the way being like, no, I'm not bad. No one wants to admit that, you know, no yeah. one wants to admit that they're, they're not good. <laughs> and also another thing with like new spirituality is that like what makes people kind of get drawn into it is by always talking about self, you need self-help yeah. or do what makes you happy. Follow your heart. Well, the heart is deceptive, honey. Yeah. Just like saying all these things. And it's the little things that can entrap you into the bigger things. And that's what Satan first did with Adam and Eve. He got them to start thinking about themselves, stop trusting in God and elevate themselves to be higher and try and think of themselves as God. Yeah. He wanted them to have the same mentality that he had so that he could get them away from an intimate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted them to start thinking of themselves as higher than they actually were. And like with new spirituality, it's that's what it is. People want to believe in themselves, mm-hmm. um, get everything from themselves. It is selfish. And think of themselves as God. But Deuteronomy 4.35 says... You were shown these things so that you might know that the Lord is God. Besides him, there is no other. And there is no other God besides Jesus Christ. He is Jesus. Jesus is God with flesh on. Mm-hmm. And people like need to be so careful with what they say, what they hear, what they read, what posts they're liking, what YouTube videos they are searching, mm-hmm. just things like that. And like... We just need to be so aware of what we're actually saying, what we're doing. Like in Psalms 14.1, it says, um, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Mm-hmm. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. There is no one who does good. So if there are people who say, there is no God but me, then one, that's idolatry, which is another breaking of uh, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. And two, then you're being foolish. Yeah. And, I mean... <laughs> that's what I was going to say is when you... When you create a false god in your own mind, that's called idolatry. That is yeah. idolatry is setting up your own god, which, you know, if you set yourself up, <laughs> which I don't know, you know, that... Like, how can you make... Like, how can you think of yourself as God? Did you create the universe? Did you create the stars? Did you create the trees? Did you create the human being sitting right next to you? Like, how are you God? Like, I, I think what it is, though, is people want to... Uh, they, I mean, there with God, there's there there's a way to live. There's rules, you know. I mean, yeah. in a sense, you know, not like 
in a weird way, but like people want to conform God to their image instead of being conformed to his. And so in their hearts, they're like, well, I'll pick and choose some scriptures. Cherry picking. Yeah. And I'll suit it to my desire because their desires are sinful. So they want to be able to do these things, but also still make it to heaven or or whatever. And so they've, they've created God into their own image And they build their foundation on themselves, which is building your foundation on sand and you're going to fall. Like God, he wants us to build up a strong structure on a good, healthy foundation, which is Jesus Christ. He wants us to stand strong for what's coming soon because what's coming is coming. Mm -hmm. The, I mean, (laughs) if you, if you've read Revelation, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, at the same time, like, we need to help others to start rebuilding theirs because people are really just tearing apart tear they're just tearing it apart and they think they're building but really like their foundation's just rotten yeah yeah um and also um you know kind of some of the buzzwords and things like that it's like people are getting woke but here's the thing they need to be awakened with who god is that's what they need to get awakened to mm-hmm. <laughs> not not whatever they think they're being woke to and i think that's another thing that people have kind of gotten a little confused about is that people say um there's a great awakening like you hear new spiritualists say that but also christians so mm-hmm. people kind of get in the same boat in a sense and are like oh you're saying that like me okay you must yeah. be good but no what they're thinking of is a enlightenment or higher consciousness kind of thing yeah. for cr- us christians we say it in a sense that people are going to be they're either going to be opened to god to jesus christ and going to be there's going to be a, re- a revival yeah. and like we we really need to understand the root of everything that's that is being said mm-hmm. yeah um and also uh, um a lot of the words that are the churches are have been hijacked and changed mm-hmm. uh, by the world and and that's why that's why that's deceiving because it's like oh well you know, that sounds good, you know, like, just take the word love, the world has taken that and made it something that's selfish, you know, and I can do whatever I want in the name of love, but the Bible's definition of love is completely different, and so the world thinks that it's okay for certain sins to happen because we're to love people and accept their sin, and that's not love, that is not love at all, Yeah. you know, and there's a lot of other words as well but that's that's how deception happens because then it's like okay well love's in the bible love must be a good thing but then what happens is you find that the world the the word love is a god to them they you know god 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 isn't in the picture their their god is the word love you know not that god is love and so they've they've deceived themselves now they're making idols you know and you you look at the old testament it's like how can people make all these different idols and gods well i can see it now yeah (laughs) if you can make a idol out of a word you know then then okay i get the cows you know (laughs) yeah but also like i feel like with um like I've, i've read into like studied this worldview and stuff and people who believe in um, new spiritualism, they either don't want to call it that mm-hmm. because they just don't want to, yeah. um, or they take pride in it. Um, they believe they are God because they think of themselves as equal with God, um, who they believe is an energy, and they think that Jesus was just this 
person who came to show us how to channel our inner godlikeness. Mm-hmm. We were made in the image of God. We ourselves are not God. Yeah. And like people just start elevating themselves on this pedestal mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of scary to see, but yeah. it's it's just like it is the spirit of the antichrist because he wanted to elevate himself to be higher than God. But it even says that Jesus didn't think of equality with God as something to take pride in. Mm -hmm. He instead humbled himself as a servant and a slave who died for us. We were made in his image. And it's just like, like people can get very like confused and deceived and they twist scripture like to suit their own desires. I think they get that way. Like, I, I've been kind of thinking about it. Like, why would someone go that route, especially if, if you, they were a Christian even before or choose that over Christianity? And the, the, the thing that I have kind of came to the conclusion is is people um, fall into offense. And even in yes. the, the Bible, if you read about Revelation, like, in the last days, people will be offended and they will, the love of the love of God will grow cold and people get offended. And so what happens is they're offended at God, like maybe something bad, something bad happened in their life. Um, and now they're offended at God, you know, yeah. they're like, well, why, why would God allow these bad things to happen to me? You know? Um, and I get it, you know, it's, it stinks, but, um, th- I think they were taught that a good God wouldn't let these bad things happen, you know, and so they're not taught about tribulations, they're not taught about s- the sinful world that we live in, and that, you know, God, in fact, has come to rescue us from that, he's not causing these, these things, and so people get offended, and so then they are trying to turn to something for peace, they're trying to turn to something to make themselves feel better about their situation, and then they end up just, you know, falling away. Yeah. Um, my friend Tori, who is wonderful, by the way, um, I was asking her about her insight into this topic, and she sent me, um, a whole Word document, (laughs) um, but, um, I'm gonna read some of it, um, she said, um, the main effects New Age ideas have had on the church are as follows, one, They promote self-centeredness, especially among younger people who have had less exposure to biblical principles. Two, they create a lot of incomplete and incorrect ideas surrounding the character of God, especially when it comes to um, his character and definition and punishment of sin. Uh, Three, it facilitates the rise of all manner of false doctrine by basing much of its theology on individuals' feelings and impulses which creates situations in which people pick and choose which ideas from Christianity and other religions best suit them. And then they build their own religion on those ideas. And then four, it creates a group of weak-minded and overly sensitive individuals on one extreme and creating complacent, apathetic, or detached individuals on the other extreme. Mm -hmm. For number five, it um, vilifies the concept of absolute truth by promoting personal truths that each person decides for him or herself. Which, of course, leads to all kinds of blurred lines and makes it very difficult to identify and determine sin and righteousness. Six, it infiltrates much of the younger generation, such that many young Christians come into the faith with destructive and incorrect beliefs as contrary to biblical truth. 
that they reject large parts of the word of God altogether because they can't reconcile the word of God with the religion and image of God they've created. Mm -hmm. They have conformed God to their image, to what they want. And then seven, um, it creates a rift between the younger and the older generations by painting um, biblical principles as tradition or religion as opposed to truth, which in turn has resulted in hardened hearts among young people and a very rebellious and unguided generation that rejects the wisdom of their elders. Um, that's only half of it. I'm going to stop right there, and I'm going to read the rest later. But what do you think about that? That's true. Um, I, I do agree, especially about the younger, not just younger generation, but especially baby Christians um, as well, um, are a little more prone to deception because the longer you're with the Lord and studying His Word, um, you know, you're more rooted and grounded in... And, and you can kind of recognize those things a little better. So that's why it's really important to have accountability. Mm-hmm. It's important to have adults. You know, I'm all about the new the new generation and raising up people, but I'm not saying throw out, don't throw out the elders, don't throw out, you know, the older Because Christians. then who's going to guide them? They need a guide. Otherwise, it's just the blind leading the blind. Yeah. You know, so I play a role, I'm, you know, as well. And so, because I want to raise you up to be mature and you to, yeah. to then do that for others, you know. And so, um, it's, 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 I, I can see that, you know, it's very dangerous. I've also seen, like, I've also heard a lot of, like, my younger friends or just people I've met say, oh, I'm not very religious. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, um, then what do you believe exactly and so they'll tell me i'm like well that's your religion (laughs) so you say you don't have a worldview that's your worldview (laughs) well that's actually what um i think leads uh younger people to this spirituality because it's there's i honestly think at the end on the end days um that you know how this would be like this one world religion or government i don't think it's going to be like a like buddhism's going to rule or anything like that i think it's going to be this you know where it's just like just spiritual we're just all spiritual because people are being spiritual without god right without jesus christ yeah and that's what's so demonic about it is that they don't they take things that christianity has said or has and they twist it like it says meditate on the word of god but they taken out the word of god and just meditate (laughs) and they empty out their minds and by emptying out your mind you are opening a door for demonic spirits to come and speak to you and without saying jesus come and speak to me Mm -hmm. like intentionally saying that you are opening these you know the spiritual realm that is demonic there's actually a verse um jesus cast out a spirit out of someone and um because they didn't they were empty, more came back. I remember <laughs> Like seven that. or something. I, I could be... Yeah, seven came back. Yeah, because there's emptiness. So, like, if there's an empty spot and Jesus Ooh. isn't filled <gasps> there, then you've, you're opening yourself up yeah. to, you know, evil spirits and things like that. And that's a little... That's scary, you know? And also with the other thing that Tori had mentioned in her Word document is that a lot of young people... Um, have their own personal truths Mm -hmm. and they don't think you can ever attain actual truth but that is so deceptive Mm -hmm. jesus says i am the truth he is the truth and like pastor johnson he was talking about this today in his sermon actually which was very interesting that he was uh talking about that but he said that he basically was saying how Jesus came to show us the truth of who God is. Yeah. And he is the visual image of God. 
uh he is not what we make him uh he's not um this uh, uh he's not what we make him he's not an abusive dad he's not this old guy he's not our homeboy he's yeah. not uh, a biological dad who gave life and then kind of backed away he is a loving father and who who wants a relationship with us he is the way to god because he is the truth of god that's what pastor johnson said and yeah. people say um oh no like there's no actual truth that's your personal truth that's my truth mm-hmm. but <laughs> i like how pastor johnson he he put it uh two plus two still equals four yeah, <laughs> god's truth is god's truth it's capital t truth and the yeah. truth shall set you free mm-hmm. and you have to know and follow the truth jesus christ and he will set you free and how uh ray comfort he was saying how um if you believe in your own truth, your own goodness to save you, then you're basically just falling off a cliff trying to flap your own arms yeah. and not trusting the parachute. Right. And your truth is leading you off a cliff. And- you find truth in God's word. Like, you can't separate God's word from truth. Like, if if someone's saying this is my truth, but there's no biblical foundation, then it's not truth, you know, and you're not yeah. going to be free. You're actually bound. <laughs> You said some. You sent me something really good the other day. It was. Um, you said you cannot be led by zodiac signs and the Holy Spirit at the right. same time. Yep. You can't be truly spiritual without being biblical. You cannot create your own truth. If you think you can, it is because you are the center of your own universe and not Jesus. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. That's true, you know, and and I I think like you're saying, like we have to be careful because something that may seem innocent, like, you know, reading a horoscope or, you know, tarot cards or, you know, just zodiac signs. Yeah, or hanging out with someone that's like, oh, universe, all this junk. Energy. Um, Yeah, energy. And then just be like, well, it's not going to affect me. Well, it, it, you're basically you're you're setting yourself up it's kind of like kind of like you're saying with the candy like taking a bite well candy the sugar is addicting you know? yeah like if you eat chocolate like you're you you want more, you want more want because more. it it like i read something um that said like it um like candy and sugar and chocolate and all that um activates like the same um chemical in your mind that drugs do mm-hmm. it gets you addicted to it well there's actually a verse that says for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching but have itching ears they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and turn away from listening to the truth and wandering off into myths mm-hmm. because they have these itching ears this craving this i want that and so they reach for it and because it suits their passions, their, their desires. It, it feel, makes them feel good, makes them feel... I mean, we're selfish. So, of course, a teaching that's going to tell you to do that you can do what you want. and That's that, going to sound good to you if you're sound, not deep yeah. in Jesus. Yeah, like, like who wants to follow rules, you know? Like I can be my own person. I can reach my own goals and be whoever I want. Like that sounds great, you know? But if it's yeah. apart from Christ, you're not going to get there. And it's just a myth and you're wandering from the truth you know Mm. it's um very dangerous and so you know the the natural person they don't accept the things of the spirit of god they're foolishness and so they're not able to understand because they're spiritually discerned and that's why the 
it's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can share these things. Like, people don't know the truth until you share it with them. Like, they just may be deceived. It's not that they're bad. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. So when we tell the truth of God's word, like, That's why it's so important to share the gospel. That's why. That's why, you know. And I feel like the church has been asleep in this, you know. Myself included, you know, just like living life and going through the motions and hearing even... Um, you know, sermons that kind of sound good to help me with my life right now here on earth. But what good is that? We forget that it was never about us in the first place. And this isn't our home. Like this, this world is going to be destroyed and then there's going to be a new heaven and earth. And so we don't, we don't need to get comfortable here. Now, the only things that are going to last is when we tell people about God, when we pray for the sick, when they, uh, you know, do when we tell the truth of God's word, those things will get rewards, and then those things will be sitting up in heaven for us, and those things won't burn. You know, but everything else is gonna burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, to continue what Tori had sent me, she said, um, a lot of this modern day deviance from the truth and the word of God is because of the abuse, misrepresentation, and misunderstanding of God's character and of Christianity over the years. The extremism on the side of legalism sparked a drastic swing in the opposite direction, and now there's a lot of confusion among the young people who are seeking stability, acceptance, identity, purpose, and hope in a crazy world. The place where they were supposed to find that, the church, failed them in a lot of ways, so they've tried to find it in other places. What's tragic about New Age ideas is that for the immature or ignorant Christian, they sound good and almost right. It can be hard to distinguish them from biblical truth at first because they seem to make sense for people who aren't grounded in truth. Obviously, cursed humanity is already prone to wickedness and in many ways hostile to truth because of our sinful nature. So if false religion and hypocrisy uh, corrupt the truth that our flesh already wants to oppose, that just gives people all the more reason to reject it and fall away. Of course, they won't find any of the things they are looking for outside of Christ, but the reason why New Age ideas are so dangerous is that they arguably do more to reject truth than any other mm-hmm. more hostile stances. New Ageism promotes a level of passivity that is completely self-centered, and it allows, a peop- it allows people to literally create the world they want around them and dismiss mm-hmm. everything else as a reality that is not theirs and therefore does not apply to them. When such ideas infect the body of Christ, people forsake God's righteousness and set themselves up for a life of complacency and deception that is very difficult to penetrate. So to pause right there, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'd like to um, go back to something you said. Um, You had said that something that pushed people away was that, um, you know, the the church in in a sense has failed. But I guess what I would say, well, two things about that, you know, one I don't think we should be looking at the church as as God. However, you know, they are going to fail because we're humans. We're still sinful and things like that. However, um, the church should be the bar. You know, the, the church, if it's if we're where we need to be in God, we will be leading the way, you know, and we haven't been. But what something I believe is important is if there's a problem, which this is a problem, be the solution, like, or create a solution. Like Todd White, he's a great example of the church. Yeah, he goes out and he he he's like the he, church in the world. He actually helped me, like, like turn my life around from some difficult spots. Like, 
like it's like like if you guys haven't heard of him please check out check him out Todd White yeah um he is a amazing example of the church but um well yeah and so I would say like you know I don't want to just leave it like man that stinks you know the church has failed oh you know because that there's no hope in that let's be the change you know let's dig in our words and and really like get strong in the word, strong in truth, strong in Jesus, build foundation in the Lord, um, have a close relationship, walk in the gifts of the spirit. Let's, let's be that, be who we are complaining about. You know, let's be who we need. Who do you need the church to be? Be that, go be that, go tell the truth. Don't judge people, you know, but also don't be, um, you know, full hypocrisy either, but also making sure that you're being, we're being who we have wanted someone to be for us. Mm. That's really good. Um, she said, I would argue that believers who have bought into new age ideas are more difficult to reach in, in, in many cases than atheists and even than yeah. regular lukewarm Christians yeah. simply because new ageism is aggressively self-centered. And in the world of the new age believer, not only are they the Lord of their own lives, but everyone else is the Lord of theirs. And they Mm. see no reason for themselves or anyone else to change. So in many cases, they might cease to feel shame and commit to just existing and being themselves, no matter what. So the chameleon act that many lukewarm Christians use isn't even something they think to do. The reason? The central idea of new ageism is that one has all that one needs within him or herself. It is a belief of ultimate self-sufficiency where self is center. Hmm. Self is Lord. Self is the answer. And no individual self has right or reason to interfere with another's self. <sighs> Such thinking is beyond dangerous to Christians for obvious reasons. Wow. that And that's why that's deceiving. Because, you know, like I said, you know, oh, I look at a Satanist. Oh, that's bad. You know, or even yeah. another religion like Buddhism. Oh, okay. You know, like, I don't want to worship a statue. But like, I, it's obvious. But like with new spiritualism, it's very it's subtle. Me, it's you about know? you. Like, okay, I like Which me. the world <laughs> presents in movies and books and commercials. Yeah. And, and so many things. So it's normal to us. Well, think about like Star Wars, which I, I like. I like the, the the story, but if you really were to look at it, like there's new spiritualism all over that. Yeah, and so and new and we've looked into this new and you guys can look into it too. Um, but new spiritualism is um, at its core rooted in Satanism. Yeah, but people don't want to call it that, so they call it something else. It's just Satanism with uh, with a different name, really. Yeah, because one. Any and every religion that's opposed from God is from Satan. But yeah. but even if you look at the roots of it, which I probably wouldn't recommend, like, going deep because it gets yeah. pretty strange. But And you want to be careful with what you're watching. Guard your heart and guard your mind. Yeah. But but even still, they um, it's, it is connected. It's just by a different different name. Um, and if you're worshiping yourself, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're not worshiping God. You're worshiping you know the enemy (laughs) so it's it's dangerous and uh that's it's scary but you know again we see a problem let's be you know the solution for that yeah um something that god had told me a few weeks ago was he said um and this is to all christians um he said go i send you out give people the bread of life Mm -hmm. 
Help them trade out their worldly sustenance for something that will truly satisfy. They are eating candy and sugar, and at first it makes you satisfied, but, you know, it's not, it's, it, you can't live off of it. You need the bread of life, which is yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, I am enough. He is the great I am. He said, I am enough. And he said, I am doing a separating and a refining. These man-made constructs and messages and ideas are deadly. They are killing and murdering my children. They gather for the wrong things. It is exposed. They are bleeding out on their own murderer. It's comfortable. It's their security blanket. And just, like, it's, it really hits hard, you know, just hearing that. Um, but I feel like God like, told me, um, a few days ago how his children have been kidnapped, but he's taking them back, mm -hmm. and it, that's so beautiful. Well, that wraps up today's episode. We have more things to talk about next time, so thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram as Miss Sayla Shalom and Kelly the Trainer. If you are enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe. We'll see you next time as we explore together Behind the Veil.